Welcome back to the AstroCraft Grow Influence Invest podcast. I am your host, Seth Mills. Joining me today is your co-host, Nick Dawson. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about relationship building and networking. So let's just jump right on into it, man. I'm going to go with that. What's up with your pants? Oh, they've been they've been bleached from work. Hmm. I was wondering. Washer washing. I was wondering. They look hip. So I don't yeah. know if you bought those at like a like cool kid store or what. Unfortunately, no. Just, you know, working. Oh. The other cool kid place is, you know, working in our generation. So anyways, um, whenever you, you can actually touch on this, and so can I, because you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, I do not have that luxury, which some would say is a blessing. So I, how do you do it, man? Because honestly, between, I mean, you, you run one business. Um, I run a bit, I run one business, but mm-hmm. it's got three different sectors. So my time is just as thin as yours. <clears throat> so it's it's weird, right? Yep. So for the first year of running the company, I didn't wasn't even looking for a relationship, wasn't worried about none of that, wasn't on any dating sites, wasn't nothing. I was just whenever I started, I just I knew what I wanted and so I I just went for it. Yeah. And by the time I got established in that, this was around the same time that me and you were really starting to connect too. And I think that's also what helped is the fact that we were able to both be like, push each other in business. Absolutely. We still do. We still, yeah, still do. Um, So I think more than anything, I guess I got kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm ready. I think I'm ready for a relationship. After all my other previous fun shit that happened with that. Yeah. Um, that but, also played a major role, I'm assuming. What's that? That also played a major role in not pursuing something, I'm, I would assume. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you get engaged and then get dumped two weeks before you're supposed to get married. Yeah, it'll do, it'll do it to you. 100%. So, I think, like, whenever I met Caitlin, my current girlfriend... Whenever we met, I really didn't even want to get into the topic of I own my own company. Because, one, I was like, I don't want to seem like, I'm, I'm, you know. It's also 2023 where people will take advantage of that. Right, exactly. It's a lot of, and that's, I remember having that conversation because it was like, what do you do for work? Oh, I do, th- what do you do? And I was like, well, I'm in the pool industry. And I was like, I own my own company, but it's super cringy to say. And she's like, why is it cringy? And I was like, saying basically what you just said. And she's like, it shouldn't be that cringy. I was like, yeah, but it just, it seems that way because of, I'm an influencer. I'm a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. And that's, you know. Which (laughs) we know in 2023, typically about 90% of entrepreneurs are unemployed individuals. Or they're selling these. Yeah. Only fans. Yep. So, don't get me started on that. <laughs> no, we, we'll, we'll we'll wait on that. But what I think ended up happening was is, thankfully, she lives in an area where I visit a few times a week, so I'm able to get my job done, get everything work related done, and still go over there and take her take her to dinner, go hang out enjoy our time together and still have a relationship 
it took a while for her to understand that I can't respond in 15, 20, 30, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. It took a while for her to be like, like, what the hell, dude? Do you not like me? I remember that. You because that. she was, she was like, she was worried about it. It took a while for me to be able to actually explain what I do and explain what my phone looks like on a given day. And she was like, it got to the point where she's like, I've come to the realization that I can't, I won't get a text as quick as I would like. Sometimes I can. Sometimes yeah. I'll be, she'll catch me right at the right time and I can respond like that. But majority of the time, like today, I could not get off the phone for the life of me. Everybody's Hard. getting ready for the rest of the, the end of the year. Everybody's getting ready for that. Could not get off the phone. It's been two and a half hours. And part also because of me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about what we're doing for the podcast. We're talking about everything else. But in between you, builders, text, emails, yep. everything else is coming in, coming in at the same time. Two, two and a half hours passed by, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't forget about her. I think about her throughout the whole day. But it's a matter of having to go and respond. And she knows that. She knows that it gets hectic. She knows it gets busy. And it's just a matter of life. So she knows that any time that we get to talk or get to spend time to with each other, yeah. she knows that she respects the time, too, which is beautiful. Absolutely. Which is other relationships I've been in. They don't respect that. They don't respect your time. They don't respect the fact that, why aren't you responding to me right away? Or the opposite. Why are you responding so quick? Yeah. That hadn't happened for me in a long time, but yeah. It's happened to me. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we won't say the name, but it starts with an M. It shouldn't be that hard. Now you're just fucking with me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, that happened. flying here, dude. But yeah. So, I mean, I understand that 100%. So, see, and I guess for me, I'm still at a point because I keep expanding my company into different avenues. I'm still at a point where I cannot. I have a girl that I've been talking to for almost three months now or just over two months, right. whatever. We still haven't been able to meet in person and go on a date because I've been too busy. Between the podcast, the three different branches of my company, I'll I'll call it three companies because mm-hmm. I really do own three companies. They're just all under one branch right. LLC. And the fourth company I'm about to open, <laughs> I my time is stretched so thin. And then me flying out in, in April for a week and then probably flying out in, in February and, and June and I'll probably in September as well for a convention over in Cabo San Lucas. Um, which will be nice. It'll be a vacation, but it's also going to be work. Oh, shit. Um, it's also going to be work. Uh, and then I think that next year in August, I've also got to fly out to uh, Tennessee for another convention. Um, but see, with me, my time is stretched so thin that I don't think that's why I haven't. I don't try to lead people on. I will try and talk to somebody. I'll try and make it something happen because yeah, everybody wants a relationship, right? I'm not going to force a relationship to happen though. So you have to have a happy balance between life work balance as even a a business owner. But if you're trying to open and and expand things nine times out of 10, you're not going to have that healthy balance. 
or if you do, the balance of life becomes, okay, I want to go and enjoy one of my hobbies, golfing. Uh, my hobby, th- this isn't a hobby, but it's something I enjoy doing is going to the casino, hanging mm-hmm. out, seeing people. Uh, it's probably not a good thing, but about half the dealers at Golden Nugget Lake Charles know my name. I walked in this past weekend and, or with my family this past week, <laughs> and I walk up into the high limit room and one of the dealers that always I play, I play blackjack with, he's like, hey, how have you been? I'm like, yeah, I've been good. He's like, it's been like two months. I was like, yeah, I know. I just haven't been able to make it. And then I'm like, all right, man, I'll, t- I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you later. He looks at me and he says, okay, Seth, have a good one. And I'm like, I, I genuinely did not know that he knew my name. Dude. I did not know. I, I literally, I'm not even shitting you. I turned around and I said, how do you remember my name? He's like, you're here all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really not. Well, okay. <laughs> I went so, five times in 2022 or 2023. I mean, so <laughs> like, I mean, I guess I go in. I guess I, I guess there's just different ways of looking at that. Like for me, I wasn't ready, and then I was like open to the idea, and then I found somebody who was open to the idea of being with somebody who isn't always who isn't always able to be there. Right then, right there. Yeah. Um, See, and I wish but, I could find that. But she's always she's also my biggest supporter. She's she's there to listen to the great days. She's there to listen to the absolute shit days where I just <laughs> want to throw my phone out the window. Sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. she's the female version of me, basically. Hmm. Yeah. So you just need to find the female version of me. That's all I'm saying. Female, you mean female version of? Well, I guess yeah, that would be right. So I, yeah, I know what I'm talking about here. Much more attractive one though than you. Just a little, small, <laughs> a little less mustache. But yeah, try I think zero it's, mustache. <laughs> it's never zero. Please. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, you just again. It's a matter of what you want. Again, she's my biggest supporter. She's the one who helps push me to want to expand. So I know if I want to expand, she's going to be like. Do it. Do it. Or do you have the time to do that? Yeah. She's she's also one of those that will bring me back into reality sometimes. Where I'm like, I really want to do this. I really want to sell my own merch. I want to sell my own, you know, have this. I want to have this. And she's like, okay, well... Excluding what you do and the time that we spend together, what time do you have to do that? 12 o'clock to 4 a.m. Or 12 midnight to 4 a.m.? Yeah. She's like, I'm not trying to discredit anything. Because we even, before I came here, she was like, I said something. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to let Seth spend all the money on all this shit. And I'm just going to capitalize on it <laughs> whenever I start my own. And she goes, with what time? Yep. She goes, it's good that you're able to get on his. She goes, but realistically, she goes, I'm not trying to crush your dreams, but you barely have time to go home and go sleep. Yeah. After work orders and customer uh, emails, texts, calls. All of that in between. She's like, so once you get people hired on, then. Then you can think about it. Then start thinking about it. But right now she's like, she's also like, don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah. Which is where I'd gotten to at one point where it was. Seven in the morning till eight in the evening that I would be working all day and then I would get home and do my work orders and I'd get up again at six or seven and go do the same thing five, six days a week. And I had 
literally no gas left. Yeah. So. And then it also kind of, t- this all also kind of ties into networking as yeah. a business owner. When you. Well, he, even before we get on that, even family relationships. 100%. Thankfully, I'm in partnership with my mother. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> we're we're in we're in business together. She does my books, she does my taxes, she does everything in office except for the scheduling and some of the work order stuff. Yeah. So I'm in constant communication with her. She's always letting me know what's going on with family. My dad's in the same industry, so I'm able to talk to him. We talk throughout the whole week, especially right now that now that I'm at home right now, I'm trying to figure out my living situation, but even owning a company at that point still kind of keeps you away from certain family members at that. Oh, it absolutely does. And I mean, I, I would know about that because I don't see half my family as much as I'd like to. Yeah. The other half live within a five mile radius, 10 miles at max. So it's easy to go and see them or for them to right. come here. Um, so it definitely also does affect your family relationships when it comes to business because like I said, you won't be able to see them as often. You also may not get to talk to them as often, even over the phone, because you're always, like you had mentioned earlier, you're always on the phone with builders, uh, me. I'm on the phone with you. I'm on the phone with clients. I'm on the phone with uh, corporate offices talking mm-hmm. about other contracts that I have or, or trying to get. So it definitely affects family relationships as well. And it can, it can make family get together is complicated because your family is going to want to have an answer as to why you haven't been calling them. And it's like, while you have a good answer and a good explanation, it may not be good enough for them. They could either not talk to you because you're in college or they could not talk to you because you're in a business, owning a business. And I'm doing both. And you're doing both. So on top of all the other stuff I mentioned, so, anyways, I didn't want to cut you off on that, but I just before we got past just girlfriend, spouse, anything like that, wanted to talk family related, and I mean even friendships, even friendships. Yeah, uh, I had talked to you a little bit about this earlier. It, I, I needed to tread lightly because I I do have quite a few friends. However, I don't talk to them or see them nearly as much anymore. Um, I used to be extremely close with a friend group here in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I very rarely see them anymore because of work, because of business, because I'm always working on something. If it's not business, it's the podcast. If it's not podcast, I'm traveling. Um, like I mentioned, the casino. Um, I do enjoy going to spend money. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend my last dollar at the casino unless, of course, both of my bank accounts get hacked like happened last week where hackers stole Lots of money from me, but I'm getting it back. So, theoretically, I did bring my last dollar to the casino. Unknowingly. Unknowingly. (laughs) But, in a peak of Christmas season, too. But anyway, as far as all of that goes, I don't see those friends anymore, or at least not nearly as often. I've seen one of them in 
once in like two months that I've seen them. Well, Snapchat or text or whatever. Very rarely, even then. But uh, so that kind of went away. Um, friend lives in Dallas. He wants me to come see him all the time. I can't. When he's traveling down here for work, I can't make the time to go see him yeah. down here even because he's usually on the south side of Houston and we live way up north on the, the very northern side of Houston, slightly outside of Houston. So yeah. it makes it difficult. Um, I don't want to say friends diminish when you, but they kind of do, like whenever you own a business, but they kind of do. You start growing out of the friendships you're currently in and start looking for friends or friend groups that are in the specter of your mindset where you are now as oh, yeah. a business owner. For instance, you are the only person that I can say that I have friends with that I talk to on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and much less a daily basis. I was going to say pretty much daily for the most part, unless there's like a real off day or some shit. Uh, but yeah. I mean, the the friend group that I'm around, you... For sure. I talked to a good friend of mine who's in commercial construction just because he's basically doing what we're doing, but a owner underneath an owner. Yeah. Even though he's more of a GC on a job, but he still has the same kind of mindset. So that's kind of where it's still good. He's making great money. He does what he wants to do and that's what we're trying to do and what we're doing. But I have other friends that I used to play guitar with, I used to record with, hang out with, and that he just got engaged. I knew he had been dating this girl forever, but dude, I didn't know how how far <laughs> along all this had gone. So I mean, like we've lost contact. Um, and not to throw shade on him or anything, but the one time he calls me is because his dad's interested in getting in a swimming pool. <laughs> Lost contact, I guess. Not diminishing friend groups. Yeah. Lost, yeah, yeah, lost yeah, contact yeah. is more so what I was getting at. Okay. Yeah. Lost contact. I mean, I st- like you said, the whole Snapchat deal, I still have friends that'll just like pop up randomly. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about you. Yeah. But I didn't forget about you. I just forgot to respond to you or forgot to reach out like I was supposed to. So, yeah. but yeah, you surround yourself with people that are doing the things or that are going to push you to do the things that you want to do. Or the things that you're already doing. Yeah. Because the, you never know everything. Yeah. When you're owning a business. And I, that also goes back into tying into the networking. Yeah. If you're... We were if, talking about a lot of that. If you own a business, 90% of your work is going to either come from word of mouth or networking. Yeah. It, you would be surprised, or not you, but the watchers would be surprised how much work of mine... They call them viewers. The viewers... But anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, you too. But uh, (laughs) you'd be surprised how much work I get from other exterior cleaning companies. Yeah. They send me work because they can't get to it or their schedule doesn't allow or there's some mix up or something. It's just out of their jurisdiction. They just send me work and I send them work too. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised how much work of mine comes from other exterior, my competitors. Um, networking is the number one thing that I could recommend for anybody who's looking into getting into a business. Yeah. Because it's single-handedly, one, you'll get more work that way. Two, if you're ever in a bind, you can call these people and they will show up. No questions asked. And three, 
you want to keep a good reputation with the other contractors in your industry or in general other contractors around you. Well, I started thinking about this, man. With the service stuff that we do, what good what good is a painter without a house or a building? What good's a plumber without a place to plumb? What good's an electrician without you could be an electrician all day long, but if you don't have your contacts, what are you gonna do? And what's good a pressure or what's good about a pressure washer if there's no house or concrete? If you're a plumber, you've gotta have a builder. If you're an electrician, you've gotta have a builder. If you're a pool builder, you have to have a house builder or a home builder yeah. or an apartment. You've you've got to have something. Otherwise, you're just <laughs> okay, I'm just a pool boy. I have no contacts. You have to have your contacts. You have to have you have to know your people. That's why I stress so much to guys in my industry to especially ones that clean pools to get in with realtors, to get in with pool builders that don't clean swimming pools. Yep. Because they they we just want to build and we want you deal with it now. They don't want to have the leftovers. They want to get onto their next project. Exactly. So if you don't have those contacts, you can struggle in trying to build what you can do. But if you have contacts as far as builders, realtors, home builders, anything like that, you have that consistent flow of work coming in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And whenever you're networking, you also have to realize not everybody's going to be your friend when you're networking. No. I will preface this by saying that because there's a lot of people that I know that I've networked with that I have had some... I don't know the proper word, but... Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Oof. But uh, I don't know the proper word, but pride in talking to, or, or I, I have trust in them. I've entrusted yeah. them with some some ideas, and they've turned around and they've taken those ideas and gone and done them themselves, which is fine. That's competition. It's capitalism. It's America. You got to be careful who you network with and who you share ideas with, because not everybody's out to help you. Not everybody's out to get you either. There's neutral parties, there's good parties, and there's also bad parties. So you have to understand that when it comes to marketing. Or not marketing, networking. Networking, yeah. Whether it's going to be a conference that you're going to or anything else like that, shoot, walk in the door to to somebody. Yeah. That might be able to benefit your company. What's the What's the issue with going in there and talking to them? If you have a good conversation with them, even if they can't help you, they might know somebody that can. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, networking doesn't stop in your own industry. Uh, I've networked with pest control companies. I've networked with realtors. I've networked with, and realtors is a big one to get into, Whether what, uh-huh. regardless of your industry. If you are a pest control, uh, if you're a home improvement, if you're pressure washing, pool cleaning companies, pool warranty companies even, mm-hmm. they could benefit from getting with a realtor because the realtor can spread their information exactly to their home buyers or sellers even depending on if they're selling and buying the home for their their customer or just selling the home they could market it to the buyers you know i mean it doesn't end when it comes to networking no and it doesn't stop there no it doesn't it does not i mean I, I don't know. I, whenever I first started out, I tried to network with everybody. Yeah. I have 
fifty to one hundred and fifty client or not clients, but networks that I can text to my customer or uh, text to my contacts right now, who would be there if I needed them from a variety of different industries, uh, vendors, suppliers, other like competitors. It doesn't stop. I still network to this day. Yeah. You you of all people would be shocked to know this. When I'm at the casino, I network. I met 10 people, 20 people on this trip this last week that were in our industry, or not in our industry, but in our area, who needed my service. Yeah. I don't know the tax codes. Theoretically, though, part of this trip could have been tax deductible. <laughs> I'd consult your attorneys and your... I would too. This is not tax or lawyer or any kind of advice when I said that. I'm just saying. I'm going to let you talk about that. Yeah. I I gave out business cards. I talked to them about business. However many minutes that was could have been tax deductible. I don't know. I know that if you're talking about business, it's technically tax deductible. As far as expenses accrued during that time. Yeah, but I can't remember what it is as far as entertainment goes. It wasn't entertainment. We were sitting at a bar. Oh, well, if you're at a bar, then yeah, you're good. You should be all right. We were not at... I, w- I should have prefaced this by saying that we were not at a table. We were not at a slot. We were not That's what on I the was, casino yeah. floor. We uh, A couple of them we were, right? We were gambling high stakes. I, I go to the high limit room, $100 to $500 a hand. Uh, blackjack, that's my game. That or craps. Um, and occasionally... If I spent that kind of money, I'd crap my pants too. Believe it or not, I really need to get you on. You're coming to Vegas. The hotel's free. The food is free. Everything's free except for the gambling and the flight. And the flight is not that that much, buddy. Well. I just want to play Texas Hold'em. Let's go. I can't get you to ever go. Anyways, with all of that being said, I think we, we've kind of touched on the relationships and the networking and friendships. Yeah. Um, I hope that this advice helps all of our viewers and listeners to this podcast. Um, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about something similar, but not really in networking. We're going to be talking about other things regarding business. Um, now that we're off of how we got into business and, and what we would do differently, um, we're going to start touching on two specific topics within business. For instance, like this one or like last episode where we touched on customers being or bullying the uh, companies and and stuff like that. So I really, once again, I do hope that this helps somebody who's starting business, who's getting into business. Um, And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the AstroCraft Grow Influence Invest podcast. I am your host, Seth Mills, and joining me was your co-host, Nick Dawson. And we hope that you guys had a Merry Christmas and And a Happy happy New Year. And welcome to 2024, y'all.